push it aside, and then you continue on with your day. But that quotation will change your life if you really, 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 really get it. You're listening to The Right Club Podcast, where the focus is all about helping you grow your real estate investment portfolio and live the life you want to live. Come grow with us and join our community at therightclub.com. And now your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi. Hey, Right Club Nation. It's Alfonso Salemi here. Before we get started, I wanted to ask you a quick question. Have you checked out The Rock yet? What is it, do you ask? Well, it's the Right Club online community, a place where you can go to find your real estate investing and business answers and network with like-minded people. We have interactive forums. All the podcast episodes are there. Hours of videos with a wide range of real estate investing, training, and education, and so much more. It's free to join, so be sure to come grow with us at therightclub.com. Now, let's get to the podcast. All right, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Right Club podcast today. Uh, Francois co-hosting with myself, and we have a very special guest, a uh, co-founder of the Right Club, Mr. Daniel St. John. Welcome, Daniel. Good morning. How are good you doing, guys? Very good, very good. Really, really excited to chat. So uh, for those that don't know Daniel, I guess you've never been to a right club or never heard of the right club, but uh, uh, yeah, we, we, very, very interesting. Daniel, we were just talking about how we met uh, probably about six years ago in Daniel's office in Stony Creek, and he was doing small networking events out of his office. And I just remember him giving that presentation. He was the bus driver and everybody was on the bus and uh, he was giving that presentation and talking there. But uh, and it was so important that it, what he was really emphasizing that night, what I remember is meeting each other, uh, connecting with each other, networking with each other, getting to know each other's special skill sets and, and what you can offer, what unique abilities each person had in the room. And that's what really stuck with me. And, you know, really, I think we're the seedlings. Of, uh, of what the Right Club has now become and, you know, meeting and networking with so many different people. So welcome, Daniel. And for those that don't, uh, that don't know too much about you, maybe a little bit of a background and uh, yeah, and, and what you're interested in, in doing these days. Yeah, so um, we got, so Lal and I lived in Ottawa um, in, uh, say, 20, 2005 and six, seven, whatever, um, after we got married. And uh, Laurel has always had a passion for, wine and she wanted to take a um, course at the Niagara College um, winery and viticulture and um, it's the only place in Canada where you can take that course it's a full year course like full full week so either I stayed in Ottawa and she moved there or we moved to Ottawa however both of our income were tied to us working in Ottawa. I was a special consultant for the federal government and Laurel was working in the high-tech industry and all of a sudden we say, okay, that's fine. We can move to Niagara on the Lake and you can go to school full time, but how are we going to pay the bills? So um, it didn't take very long that we decided that we, we it's, it's a long story. So I'll make it short here. Uh, we decided to get involved in real estate investing and we incorporated our company in uh, February of 2010. And we had a five-year plan saying, okay, five years from now, we want to make enough passive income cash flow so that we can leave Ottawa and move to Niagara on the Lake. Well, it took four years. So uh, we moved here in uh, Niagara on the Lake on, in uh, the summer of 2014. And uh, we've been doing real estate investing ever since. So as of today, uh, September 2021, we've done 51 rent to own, 12 buy and hold, 
and uh, one commercial building in Nova Scotia and um, seven, um, what I call RNA, which is, means reserve and assign. So we reserve condos pre-construction and then we will assign them once they're finished, 60 days before closing. So we don't have to buy them. We just have to make the money and <clears throat> laugh all the way to the bank. Wow, what an accomplishment over these years. And I remember, so Alfonso met you many years before I did. Uh, I know we met in 2019, if I remember correctly. And it was actually after uh, looking up your website. So on your website, you were offering some sort of ebook. And at the bottom, you said that you spoke French, obviously. <laughs> As you can hear, I also speak French. So I sent you an email and you said, hey, I'm coming down to Ottawa in a week or two. Why don't we meet in person? And we actually did. And I was impressed. I'm like, this is a, a powerful networker. I, I did lots of networking in my previous career. And I was amazed by your, your power of networking. So, <laughs> Although we'll find out in a few minutes that I don't call it networking, but we'll get to that later on. Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, going back to, like I call now the good old days when, you know, in-person in events and, and in Burlington, and that was a big thing of, of Daniel. And every networking event that I, I went to after I met Daniel, he, It was very rarely in the actual, you know, conference room where presentations or, you know, uh, speeches were being held. It was usually in the corridors, uh, in the hallways, uh, meeting and networking and talking with people out there. And yeah, I'm really excited for, for Daniel to kind of share his new take on, uh, on, on networking. All right. So, well, let's, let's start by me asking you two guys a couple of questions. So, Francois, an auto mechanic, what business is an auto mechanic in? They take care of cars. Okay. The automotive industry, you would say. Okay. And, and what about a pastry chef? Pastries, baking. Um... Okay. So the cooking <laughs> or the food industry. Alfonso, what business is a fashion designer in? Oh, definitely. Clothing, fashion. Um, yeah. And an insurance broker? In the insurance industry, looking at, you know, liabilities and, and you know, adjusting and all those types of things. All right. So... Wrong, 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 wrong. They, we, you, and everybody else on this, on this, um, uh, listening to this podcast, we're in the people business. You know, th th this is a key fact to understand, not just at the head level, but at the gut level. Uh, understanding this will change the way you network, the way you interact with people, and how you allocate your resources, meaning money, time, and, and brain cells. And I recently recorded two classes that are available on our website, www.therightclub.com, R-E-I-T-E club.com. And one explained the 10 key points of connect working connect working and the other one covers the top 10 tips for doing connect working successfully at your next event so i'd like to share with you if you guys are okay with that uh, one of the 10 key points from that class are you okay with that yes please all right so no matter what business you're in you're in the people business it's not about gadgets widgets deals roi cap rates um it, it so If you understand that, then you're going to invest a large chunk of your resources, meaning your time, your money, and your brain cells in developing your people skills and your communication skills. So you need to be as good as you are at being a 
real estate investor, you need to become really good at being a people person. You know, like for example, uh, a, a good example is uh, a person, a really, really good people person who happens to be a lawyer. Well, that's Milena Cardinal, um, a realtor. That's Dylan Suter, a mortgage broker. That's Claire Drage, an accountant, George Dubay, a coach, Mark Friends, you know, a teacher, Dave Dubow. And, and then of course, real estate investors like Francois, Alfonso and Sarah. But a lot of people do business with these people. Yes, George is a good accountant, but you know what? George is a really nice person and a really in interesting person to, to talk to and to deal with. If George tomorrow said, I'm getting out of the accounting business and I'm opening a restaurant, guess what? I would go and eat at his restaurant, even though I don't use his services as an accountant anymore, because I'm more a, a, a client of, of, or a friend of George than I am a client of BDO, if you know what I mean. So before I go into the differences between networking and connect working, I want to talk about one of the most important quotation that I've ever come across. And I'm sure you guys have heard it before, but, but like most people, you hear it, you just push it aside and then you continue on with your day. But that quotation will change your life if you really, 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 really get it. And people like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos, you know, the founder of Amazon, got that years and years and years ago. And that's where they are. That's why they are where they are. So let's let's hear the quotation. It's from Zig Ziglar. You can get everything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. You heard that before? And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Red Club Nation. We want to take a quick break from the podcast to introduce you to a longtime supporter of the Right Club and many members of the Right Club Nation, Mr. Dylan Suter of Elevation Realty. Dylan, take it away. Thank you so much for this opportunity. We, as Elevation Realty, are the sponsor for the real estate slot at the Right Club, and we have been attending since the second Right Club. We are an investment-focused, high-volume real estate team serving the Golden Horseshoe from Oakville down to Niagara. If you are looking to increase your cash flows or you want to find an incredible opportunity, we deal with builders, we deal with off-market opportunities, as well as we are very creative and negotiate the best deal for even on-market opportunities. We've helped a number of clients with the right club, find flips, single-family rentals, duplex conversions, three- and four-unit renovations, all the way up to large residential buildings with high cash flow. A little bit about myself, if you haven't heard, personally, I've scaled over 300 doors in the last two years, which has given me a ton of experience in analyzing all the deals that may come across my desk for you. So if you're interested in learning more, please reach out to us at 905-592-4220, or you can email us at admin at elevationrealty.ca, that is admin at E-L-E-V-A-T-I-O-N, realty.ca, and let's sit down and create your investment dream portfolio. Guys, and I have to say, I stand behind Elevation and Dylan. They found me. My last few properties have done an amazing job. 100% recommend them. So thank you for all your hard work. Now, back to the podcast. And now, back to the show. Yes, many <laughs> times. But just like you said, Danielle, we kind of brush it off and forget about it. So, so true. All right. So let, let, let's go over this. First of all, you... It doesn't say rich people, smart people, attractive people, young people can get it. No, you, you, Francois, you, Alfonso, you, the listener, me, 
everybody and anybody can, can, can do that. Can, well, it doesn't say you might or you could get, no, no, you can, it's a positive word. Get, as in receive, not you can buy, you can steal, you can borrow, no, no, you can receive, get any, everything you want in life. And it says everything, not, it doesn't say you can get a few things, you can get some things, no, no, you can get everything in life you want, no restriction. In life. Well, yeah. So if you believe in the afterlife, um, a lot of people do things uh, right now so that they can get a nice seat in the afterlife. But that's not what he's talking about. He's calling, he's talking about here, now, in life, next week, next month, five years from now. And then again, we're with the word you, okay, the listener, um, want. This is important. You can get everything you want, not need, because most listeners and, and guys, can we agree that? Um, the three of us and probably most of our listeners, if not all of them, have everything they need. In, in Canada, right? We have the, <laughs> we have. The, what more do you need right now in 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 your life? I'm, I'm talking about real needs. So all our basic needs are met. You have a roof over your head. You have food. You have water. You have air, clean air to, to to breathe. You have transportation. You have roads. You have hospitals, schools. You have everything you need. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about you can get everything you want. Okay. If okay, there's a condition to the first part of the statement. Um, and then again, we're with the word you, and the next word is key, help. Okay, if you help, not cajole, not coerce, not manipulate, and I can think of a couple of other words, but I can't say them in, in, a, in a podcast. One starts with an S, one starts with an F, but we're going to leave those aside. If you help enough, okay, again, it doesn't say one or two, it doesn't say two million, it doesn't say everybody, if you help enough other people, not if you help yourself, if you help other people get, meaning receive, okay, again, not buy, borrow, or steal, get, and then what they want. They, the other people, and again, the word want. So from this little exercise here, three things come out. Number one, help. Number two, other people. And number three, know what they want. So other people, let's, let's talk about that for a second. They're all over the place. I mean, we live in the golden horseshoe. There's what, 9 million people here. But you know what, Alfonso, if you sat in your house for a month, lock the doors, don't go out. Um, how many of those 9 million people do you think might come and knock on your door and said, Alfonso, Mr. Salemi, I have $500,000 sitting in account here. Is, is there any way I can put that into one of your deals? Yeah, unless it was an Amazon driver, um, probably not too many people coming and knocking at the door, you know, offering uh, offering their help or their service. Definitely not. So, but they are out there, but you need to go find them. You know, this, this is one of the key things about networking or connect working. You got to go out to the people. Um, it's... It, it, Jim Rohn had a really good quotation about that. He says, it's hard to find a rich hermit. So don't expect those people to come knocking on your door. You got to go and find them. And I realize in COVID time, it's a little bit more difficult, but we are getting out of, of this. So if that has been your excuse for the last year and a half, okay, I understand that. But when things go back to normal, get 
out of the <clears throat> house and go meet people. And breakfast, lunch, chamber of commerce, real estate events, our group. I mean, we're starting to do again live events soon in Burlington and we'll do them also in Ottawa and soon other places. Come meet people at live events. And the virtual stuff, Danielle. So during this pandemic, it's been actually, for me, it hasn't been so bad. I mean, it's I had to pivot, but using your example, you have to put yourself out there. So using social media, using uh, podcasts such as this one. I mean, there's many ways you can continue even without setting foot outside of your house because of technology. So it's a great example. Yes, you know, remember the expression, um, oh no, you guys are too young for that, but uh, I think it was um, some, one of the American telephone company reach out and touch someone, but they meant, what they meant is pick up the phone and call. Of course, for the older folks here who are listening to this, we remember E.T., E.T. phone home. It wasn't E.T. text home, E.T. email home, it was E.T. call home. Okay, so pick up the phone and call people. One of the things that has been really bugging, oh my God, driving me crazy since this um, this uh, pandemic started is this social distancing. I want to slap all of these people who put those quotations on, on the head. It's physical distancing, you idiots. This is not a time to be social dis distancing. If anything at all, this is a time where you should be calling your family your friends, your neighbors or whatever, and talk with them and communicate. So this is not the, the, the social distancing thing is stupid. It, it's, it's physical distancing. I get that, but it's not about social distancing. So remember ET, pick up the phone and call people. Now, Francois, before I get to the um, real differences between networking and connect working, I want to use you as, a, um, as, as a, um, an example here. And I have two scenarios for you. Okay, great. All right. Scenario number one. So you go to a, let's say you go to a uh, luncheon chamber of commerce of Ottawa, and then you meet for the first time. Okay. We're pretending here for the first time you meet Claire Drage and you guys have a conversation, 15 minutes, whatever. Then you exchange business cards and then you come back home in the afternoon and your wife, Jennifer says, Oh, how was the event? And you reply, Oh, it was good. I met a really interesting mortgage broker. And then she says, oh, okay, what was her or his name? And you say, well, now you reach in your pocket, you pull out your eight card that you collected, you look at them and you say, oh, Claire Drage. And um, okay, so that's scenario number one. Scenario number two, same situation, but now you come back home. And when Jennifer asks you, so how did the event go? You say, oh, I met a really, really interesting um, person this afternoon. And then she says, what's his or her name? And you say, oh, Claire Drage. And then she says, what does she do? Oh, she's, she's a mortgage broker. All right. In scenario number one, you were networking. You were there to make contacts based on what people do. What was most, what, what left an impression with you after meeting Claire is that she's a mortgage broker. In scenario number two, you were connect working. You were there to make connection with people regardless of what they do. So the fact that she was a mortgage broker was like not that important. So networking is about collecting contacts based on what people do and their occupation, while connect working is about developing connection based on what on the person, on who the people are. If you take the word networking and you split it into you, you get the word net and working. So 
When I think of networking, I'm thinking of somebody going out in the field with a net collecting butterflies or a fisherman collecting fish. That, that, that's what to me networking is. And a lot of people think about it that way, which is why they don't like doing it. Connect working, as the two words imply, is working at making connection. Think of it more like gardening, um, you know, planting perennials or fruit trees. And um, I can tell you one thing, a network built by connect working will yield way more fruit than one built on networking. Yeah, and I have a great example, Danielle, if, if it's okay. One of Laurel's friends, uh, Nancy Morris, hosted a virtual event in, I think, about a year ago. And I attended, and I actually met a person that owns a restaurant. And at first, I thought, oh, this is kind of irrelevant. Just like you said, oh, a restaurant, like, why should I care? Like, great guy, awesome. And he turned out to be one of my best private lenders, and he's been referring me people. I've referred him people. And because... I might give away your punch there, but <laughs> he knows hundreds, thousands of people. So this was amazing. And we connected on a different level. We love food. And just as a person, he's nice. He's got a family. I have a family. So it was very different. It was not like one single focus. And it turned out to be one of the best meetings. So very good wow. example. You're not stealing my thunder. I mean, actually, if, um, if this sounds like we rehearsed this ahead of time, but we didn't because my next, my next, <laughs> my next little thing I want to talk about is at the um, at the Hamilton Chamber of Commerce. Um, it was five years ago, and I was there for lunch. And I want to share an example of what uh, that, that will go right along with what you, you said there. So at the first break. I walk over to my friend Jeremy and I uh, ask him, "So, uh, how's it going? How's it going so far? Um, how's how's the how's the event going for you?" And I could tell by his face he wasn't very happy. And then he said, "Oh God, I got here this morning early, and the first person I talked to, she just went on and on and on for like 20 minutes. I could not go and talk to anybody else. And she's a dog groomer. I don't own a pet. What do I do with a dog groomer? Okay. So obviously, my friend Jeremy is thinks he is in the real estate business." not the people business and he does networking he does not understand the power of connect working so at the next break i, I walk over i see in the corner there there's a lady just standing there sipping her coffee all by herself so i walk over to her and introduce myself and we start talking about not about real estate but uh, about life in general and why she's here and what she does well she's a massage therapist so if I were Jeremy I would have looked for a way to get out this conversation as soon as possible but no and guess what um, since that meeting Karen has bought two houses as primary investor for us she's done bridges RSP and I've done bridges with her sister her two sons and five or I think it's maybe seven of her clients why? Because we connected as people and people will do business with people they know, like, and trust. Not people who leave business cards on the chair. You know, they arrive early and put a business card on the chair, thinking that everybody's going to pick up the phone and call them to do business. That insults me um, when they do that. But anyway, so now think about this for a minute, Francois. You go there to meet, say, a... Um, a mortgage broker or you want you know a mortgage broker but th think even the best mortgage broker yes she will have a list of clients okay so she acquired that client when they're looking for a mortgage if they're investors they will get many mortgages but if they're a home buyer when is the next time that 
Claire, for example, will have a real good interaction with those people. Well, five years from now when they're renewing or 15 years from now when they want to sell their house and downsize and get a new mortgage. Think about a massage therapist, for example. Let's say you have a problem and you go see your massage therapist for one hour every week for six months. You think you guys might talk about stuff? You think that the relationship between a client and massage therapist or a dog groomer or a yoga instructor might be you know, a really good connection there that um, if you make the connection with the, the person, they might connect you with their clients and stuff. When, when conversation comes up and somebody says, like in the case of um, Karen, one of her clients said, well, I got about seven or eight years before I have a large enough nest egg to retire. And then, then she finds out that his $600,000 house is mortgage free. So she connects the two of us. He gets a, a $400,000 uh, HELOC. Um, invested at 17%, he's making $68,000 now. So now he's thinking about retiring in two years instead of eight. Hello. So <laughs> this is what happens when you talk to people who are people, people, and then they, uh, they connect you with, uh, with other people. So that kind of go along, went along with your example. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear from one of our sponsors. Hey, Right Club Nation, I just wanted to take a moment and introduce you to today's podcast sponsor, privatebuyers.ca. On your team of experts, you're going to want to make sure that you have a great wholesaler that's going to bring you some great deals off market. So most real estate investors, they're struggling to find their next deal. Private buyers, they help investors by bringing them some off-market opportunities at under market value so that they can make more money. These discounted real estate deals are not on the MLS. They've been found by privatebuyers.ca who will then send them to your inbox. And they're also going to focus on your criteria and your goals and send you some tailored deals that match your needs. It's just really simple, guys. Just go to privatebuyers.ca, fill out the form, and start getting and seeing some available off-market opportunities. Privatebuyers.ca. Now back to the podcast. And now back to the show. Yes, completely. No, that's it. So Alfonso, I'm sure you've been through similar situations. I was going to say, Alfonso, I'm sure you have a similar example. Share it with us. Absolutely. And, you know, I can't tell you, there, there was times that it would be three, four times a week that I would be at different networking events. That's the room, the same room that, you know, I talked about meeting Daniel, getting into that room. Yes, there was a presentation, but it was about the people in the room, getting all those different stories and understanding what their motivations are. And I think sometimes when we're talking about networking, and I like how you're saying this, connect working, when you're when you're heading out or you're going to a virtual event or you're going to an in-person event, I think having the idea of what the goal is in mind of what a success is when you walk out of the room or, or leave that virtual networking. If it's to gain information, wonderful. Gain the information, learn a new strategy, learn a new tactic. If it's to meet a mortgage broker or a realtor to help you understand what the areas are, or if it is to meet, you know, an X amount of people to say, these are the, I'm going to grow my own personal uh, connections, grow network. Having those goals are so important because you don't know what, you know, I used to call it planting seeds. You don't know what seeds are going to grow, having a huge field and just planting a seeds, making a connection, you know, um, having a conversation, getting personal, understanding what motivates them, sharing and your excitement and what motivates you. 
one of those seeds are going to grow. Some of them don't grow. They don't get enough sun or light or anything like that. Some of them won't grow. They'll just be there. But some of them will. And the ones that you do tend to and you do water and you do follow up with and you do connect, they will grow into partners, like Daniel's saying, into you know uh, private money lenders, someone that can refer you to something, to somebody. And it is, again, back to that Zig Ziglar quote, which I love, is helping people get what they want and understanding and uncovering that. It's not necessarily about what you want. And that those are things that you need to, you know, clarify and all that. But when you are meeting and connecting with people, understanding what they want, what their motivations are and where you fit in in their goals. Yeah. And, and the key word there in what you said there again, um, Alfonso, is connecting. That's why I called it. Uh, and I, that's a term that I uh, trademarked back in 2005 when I uh, wrote that bestseller, um, Milk and Cookies for Success. So I talk about connect working and I talk about communicate. So two words that I uh, coined and, uh, and, and trademarked and uh, copyrighted, sorry, back in 2005. And the whole thing is, yes, about connection. The problem that I find when I talk with people and I see the networkers, is that they think it's about quantity no it's not if i go for you know a whole evening event and i come back with one one really solid contact like a karen for example this is way better than coming back with 15 business cards with three minute conversation and um a month from now, you call these people and don't even remember you because, well, you were just one of the butterflies um, that you collected in your net. So making the connections. And, and what, I, what I'd like to do next, if you guys are okay, is give a couple of examples, recent examples of what can happen when you do connect working. You okay with that? Yes. So this is Saturday. So Last week, I mean, the week before that, between Monday morning and Saturday at noon, I received $865,000 in my corporate account, all from New Bridges. Uh, not a bad week, but more, more interesting here is that 550000 of that was from people I have never met before, never talked to them until our first conversation on the phone. They were all referrals from other people in my network. So people who have done business with me, invested with me. So my question here is, does planting fruit trees work? Does connect working work? <laughs> uh, yes, it does. Um, and one, one more example. The first week after we registered our business, February 2010, the first thing we did was to join a local real estate club in a group, I should say, in Ottawa. The founder of that group um, is was is John, and he's a mortgage broker. So we ended up doing business with him. I think our first three or four rent-to-own deals were done with um, with the help of John. And John practiced connect working. So once a month, he organized cash flow game evenings where you would have five tables, bring six people per table. We paid five dollars each, so that was like just to cover the cost of the room and the coffee. And of course, you play cash flow with five people that you've never met before. Most of the time, you get to talk, you get to meet people. So I met a guy named Luke, and uh, we talked about rent own. But of course, this is not the place and time to discuss a deal. So I called him the next day and explained the deal to him. He calls me the day after. He says, you know what? That's not really my thing. But I'll tell you what, why don't you call Ivan? That, that could very well be what she's looking for. So I got a hold of Ivan. And yeah, she turned out to be the right person. We did a bunch of business together. And um, then she moved to Alberta. But we did a lot of business together. But most important, you'll see there's a point to my story here. In August 2012, 
were chatting. And uh, at that time, we we're just getting ready to go to Nova Scotia to start a team because we want to do some rent on there, but we don't know anybody in Nova Scotia. And I'm telling Yvonne about our trip and she said, oh, okay, hold on. She said, the first person you got to meet there is Brenda Stampine. She's a realtor. She knows everybody. And she's a really, really good friend. And uh, Yvonne sent me her uh, email address. I connected with, with Brenda. So Brenda ended up being the realtor for the seven rent-to-own deals that we did in Nova Scotia. In addition to that, she introduced us to Margaret, the credit repair specialist who from then on took over all our rent-to-own tenant buyers and has helped everybody so far buy a house. And um, then she introduced me to um, Peter, <laughs> her future husband. I call him Peter the Greek. And uh, then Peter, of course, introduced me to Ilya Energy. Uh, that's a company that is building solar panel farms in Greece. Uh, large, large, large project. And Laurel and I invested $600,000 in that project, which over the next 20 years will yield $4.5 Thank you, Brenda. And... Um, and then, of course, um, Peter asked me if I could raise some funds for that project. So over the last 22 months, I've raised 10 million, just a little over 10 million for him. And he's paying me a 6% commission. So you do the math. That's pretty nice. And in addition to that, we are now talking about um, possibly developing a resort on a piece of land that um, Peter is thinking of buying in Santorini. And he's also interested in involving Laurel in putting together wine tours for Canadians to come and visit wineries in Greece and, well, spe specifically in, Sant in Santorini. So you tell me if, um, if that evening, that two hour that I spent that evening going to a cash flow game to meet Luke was a good investment of time, yes or no. See what I mean? So this is what happened when you do connect working and when you do it well. <laughs> but you gotta go out there and meet the people. Look, look what I've never come on my door and, and you know, um, knock on my door if, if I hadn't gone to, the, to that event. You got to go out and meet the people. This week's podcast is brought to you by Butler Mortgages, Canada's number one mortgage brokerage three years in a row. If you need a great mortgage broker to help you with investing in real estate or to help you purchase your next home, reach out to Daniel Patton and Michael Zanzini from Butler Mortgages. You can do that by calling 905-569-8326 or toll free at one 888 and check out their website, butlermortgages.com or by email daniel.patton at butlermortgages.com or michael.zanzini at butlermortgages.com. And let's go to the lightning round. Yeah, completely changed your life. Kind of another crazy example I want to share is how I met you. And then I quit my job and now <laughs> I do this full time. So Again, crazy, kind of crazy story. Just putting yourself out there. I sent an email. Then you said, let's meet. And I, I met. I'm like, I don't know this person at all. I don't know this story, but who knows? And we'll, we'll give it a try. And then I found your story very interesting and appealing. And then I wanted a right club in Ottawa. And so it just goes to show like taking action is huge. And get it's the people business, like you said, what you helped me kind of get what I want, but I also, I hope I helped you in some, yeah. some capacity as well. And, and that's the goal. And, and, yeah, yeah. and you're not anywhere near finished, Francois. <laughs> just, we're just starting here. 
um, uh, in terms of the right club, uh, coast to coast to coast. And yes, there will be one in Ottawa. So we're working on that. All right. So um, again, if people want to uh, know the rest of the, um, the 10 um, um, key, key, what do I call them? The key, um, key points for connect working and also my top 10 tips for connect working successfully, they can find that on the website at uh, www.therightclub.com. However, um, before we end, if you don't mind, I would like to share two of those tips with, um, with you and with the listeners to, um, that are in that class. Are you okay with that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So one, arrive early, leave late. Alfonso, you'll be a witness to this. Um, we usually start our meetings at 7 when we do live meetings in Burlington, 7, and they usually end 9.30, 9.40. But then there are some people who are usually there at 6.30. And most of the time when the crew, the cleaning crew comes at 11 to kick us out of the room, and there's still maybe a dozen, sometimes 15 people still hanging around. And, and if I name a few names, you'll probably shake your head. The Richters, Brenda Schuling, Adney, the Go all of these people arrive early they all stay late and they're all very very successful people because they understand that if they arrive early and stay late they will be talking with people who think like them and who are really um, interested in investing time I didn't say spend time in investing time in meeting other people and that's why you do that so that's one of the benefits of arriving early and leave late and 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 you can probably you probably witness sometimes some people, right? They'll arrive two minutes before they even start. They sit at the back table there where there's almost nobody because they don't really want to interact with people. And then 30 seconds after the meeting ends, they're already out the door. And then if you ever meet them, they'll say, well, networking doesn't work for me. Well, <laughs> no, it doesn't, obviously. But uh, if you are smart and you uh, practice the right um, tips, one of which is arrive early and leave late. And the other thing that might happen too is if you arrive early and the uh, you introduce yourself to the organizers, and guess what? There's a possibility that one of their staff is late, held in traffic, and now they're like, this is what happened to me three years ago. And so he says, well, we have to assemble all of these pages here and put one on each of the seats and stuff like that. So, okay, give me a stapler, let's get going. So we're doing that and we're talking and then of course now the conversation, blah, 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 okay. Made the right impression, I guess, because at the break, he walks over to me, he brings two people to me um, that he wants to introduce. And guess what? Six months ago, those two people uh, invested $835,000 in the financing of my $4.2 million building in Nova Scotia. All that from three years ago when I arrived early and helped somebody staple pages and put them around the tables. Arrive early, leave late. This is my first tip. Second tip, only give your business card when asked. Here, here's something that people don't understand. If you go to somebody and you're going blah, 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 insurance broker, blah, 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 insurance broker, blah, 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 good deal, good deal, insurance broker. And then you stick a, a, a card in their face, you know, with maybe something like, hey, and when you need to insure your next house, give me a call, I'll give you a good deal. That piece of cardboard is a selling, it's, it's a selling, it's a selling thing for you. Okay. So what value does that have to the other person? Eh, not so much. On the other hand, if you're 
talking about things in general and then they ask you and, and what do you do and then you say well i help people i'm an insurance broker and i help people and then you give a little you know like 30 second pitch or something but not not pushing it and then you know then they'll ask you a couple more questions and then you insert a couple more questions and then the person says hmm sounds interesting bob can i have your business card at that point that business card becomes a selling to, a buying tool for them rather than being a selling tool for you it's a buying tool for them if they ask for your card it has 10 times more value than if you stick it in their face um, and then they'll take it home with the rest of the 15 cards and you'll never hear from them so give your business card only when asked but be smart and make it do whatever you need to do so that the person will feel compelled to ask you for your business card and now you've got a connection that's it Oh, great advice, Daniel. And uh, yeah, looking forward to, to more in-person networking, obviously the virtual networking and that we have in all of our events and, and available for all those out in the Right Club community. Um, being there, attending and, and participating, great tips and, and a lot more to come as well, too. Oh, yeah. The pleasure. So thank you very much once again. And uh, can't wait for the, the full-blown uh, class that will be on the website. So people really have to visit therightclub.com. And look for all the great content. So Danielle is on it quite often as well. I was going through the videos and the knowledge cache. So this will be part of it. And it's it's essential that you apply this if you want to be successful, help others. And that's I think that's what my key takeaway is. Thank you, Danielle. You're very welcome. Um, we'll see you at the next event, whether live or online. <laughs> yes, and let's customize our lives together. <laughs> yes, we will. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Right Club podcast and joining our community of real estate investors online at therightclub.com, where the focus is about helping you grow. We look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks from your hosts, Sarah Larby and Alfonso Salemi.